Pickaxe. Happy, happy Sunday morning, boys. Happy, happy day after your birthday at time of recording. Yeah. My oh, yeah. Had a magical day. Mm. How was the... Um, anyone shown up to your house yet? Yeah, f- f- thankfully not. I've had a lot of weird parcels through, all containing nothing but um, shreddies, but I, I, oh. I think that might just be my usual shipment of shreddies coming yeah. in. Yeah, <laughs> oh, possibly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun one. So if in case you missed... Um, the stream um you missed out on my dad doxing me live on air which is great fun twice in the space of about eight seconds yeah i was i was terrified to call him because he doesn't understand what streaming is so it's kind of hard to go in and say okay dad you're live on air in front of a lot of people Mm -hmm. in my mind i was like oh don't swear don't say anything bad didn't tell him not to say my address online because that's kind of you know (laughs) Yeah. You should hope that wouldn't happen, but yeah. yeah. It was unfortunately he sent a birthday card out to me and it didn't arrive, and so I made the silly mistake of asking, "Oh, did you send it to my new address?" <laughs> to which he responded, "Bleep, <laughs> my, my new address." Here's, here's the address: one two three Fake Street. Yeah, yep, yep. And then, so me and Claudia scream. I tell him to stop. There's a silence for a few seconds, and then he just repeats it again. <laughs> Uh, I, think, oh, God, I, just, I knew calling my dad would have been a bad idea but oh well happy birthday to me so you called That's him great. did you I did, well because he tried to call me at the beginning of the stream and oh, I, I, I rejected the call and I felt really bad about that <laughs> so I was like oh God, okay no I'll just call I'll call my name it could be fun and it was fun because you know it's lovely to hear big northern Geordie man talk about going out to order a takeaway and being in his dressing mm-hmm. gown all day yeah sitting in my dressing gown all morning I'm gonna go for a curry <laughs> What was the name of that curry place again? Oh, the Shagarika. Yeah. It's a classic. That was the one we always went to um, back up north. That's Austin Powers' um, catchphrase, isn't it? Shagarika. (laughs) Shagarika, baby. baby. Yeah. I just can't believe that entertainment was free. I was having a wonderful time sat at home watching that. You should have donated, Ben. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Can't believe I'm not paying for this entertainment. It's <laughs> oh, the dear. heist of the century. It really is. Good. Well, yeah. I my put. I don't. I don't think my dad understood at all what he did at any point in that. But that's fine. I want to shelter him from the harm mm. of the internet. Yeah. Bless him. Yeah. It was a lovely birthday stream. Thank you for everyone who came along. Well, I'm glad that you know you got away with that. Got away with it without anyone. Hopefully noting down your address. And never again will we say 33 West Wallaby Street, Bristol. Oh, on- oh no. no. Oh, fuck. Oh. oh. Right. Do we just scrap the podcast then and start again? Or what are we doing? Delete. Delete the whole. Yeah, delete you all can't, can't edit that out. Can't edit that out. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podiots, the official Bidiots podcast. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three ums, where everybody brings a thing along to talk about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm 33 West Wallaby Street. Oh, God, I did it again. Oh, shit. Michael. I'm Michael. 
Ah, also just a quick hello to the the mystery person who works for the Insomnia Gaming Festival. Oh yeah, for some reason tweeted about Podiats the other day on International Podcasting Day, despite it not being a video game podcast. (laughs) True, Uh, but they tweeted about us from the Insomnia Twitter account, and it was very surreal, very appreciated. But hello, mystery person. Yeah, (laughs) very weird. Thank you, thank you, um, Podiats listener who clearly works for. uh, insomnia that's an idea if anyone anyone who has a job at the minute use your job as a vehicle to advertise podiats mm. if you work in a milk factory replace the labels with podiats qr codes you know go wild yeah. let's get gorilla with this thank you insomnia yes. for starting the vidiots revolution we've got a guy who works for uh for, for whatever it's called is it merlin entertainment oh yeah 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 for the that's theme true. parks oh uh, We've got people who work at supermarkets who presumably have access to the Tannoy system, right? Get on it, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's just a locked-in audience there. That's easy. Yeah, they've got nowhere to go. Bam. Lock the doors. <laughs> Stream this episode of Podiats through the, the Tannoy. Barricade the doors. Don't let anyone in. <laughs> that's it. That's the audience we want. Yeah. <laughs> One that can't escape. Well... Beyond just thanking with words, I feel like we should also do some sh- actual shouting of outs. Because did you know that you can support Podiats financially? I know. Beyond listening and sharing it with friends, which obviously is extremely helpful and we really, really appreciate that, you can go to streamlabs.com forward slash Podiats donations to donate £3 or more and sign up slash enlist for Pod Squad and get your name read out at the beginning and the end of the show slash fight in a foreign war. And... Um, we, we have a, a whole laundry list here of amazing people who have chosen to donate and support us this week. Mikey will kick us off with the first portion of this episode's Pod Squad. Mikey's dad, DC Ari Bat, from Con, comma, Kevin. Ah! Freddie Weber. Will you shut up, man? Big Titty Jesus, 42. And the very generous Arthur from Natural 9, who says, back again to tell you that I love your... And you, sorry, that, I, sorry, oh, I, wait, hold on, sorry, let me try You're again. You're right, Mikey, you got I, this. Yeah, back again to tell you that I love you and you help keep me sane in an insane age. Also hope that D&D starter set I sent on the last post from Tap went to a good home. That's actually in, it's in my house. I've been using the dice for several things. It's oh, in our little board nice. games area. So thank you very much for sending that in. He's got a question for you, Ben. What's, oh. your, what's your favourite WCPW moment to witness? I'll say it very quickly because it's very cheeky, Arthur. We don't answer questions here because otherwise <laughs> it would go on forever if everybody did this. However, it would either be Adam Blompier or Adam Pacitti being thrown through a table. Yeah, that would yep, be fair. mine too. Good choice. And the donations continue with course rough gets everywhere. Hashtag justice for bourbon, bourbons. Sorry, bourbons. Bourbons. You can't even bourbons. say the name oh. right, Michael. <laughs> I'm too ashamed. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we've got the generous a little bit of Monica. My awesome husband, press X to Sean, Sean. planned a Sean. She planned a run of oh, Jesus Christ, what's wrong? I need to wake up. Let me just give myself a quick slap. Okay. There we go. Ooh, oh no, <laughs> several. <laughs> My awesome husband, press X to Sean, planned a wonderful road trip across the Pacific Northwest to celebrate my birthday last week, the 24th of September. You amazing podiat vidiots were fantastically hilarious travel companions. I appreciate you, boys. Oh, Thank you very oh, much. I appreciate nice. you, Monica. Like a spooky skelly. Dil- dildo on a nitro concept chair. Great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Stephen Got him, got him. Steven Scodes, Tommy the Wank Engine, who says, 
a very generous Tommy the Wank Engine, sorry. By the time the new podcast comes out, I will have finished a 2,289-mile journey from Texas to Oregon. Oh. Jesus, that's mental. Whoa, that's actually insane. I hope I don't die from on the way and survive to hear episode 62. Good news is the next four days will be filled with podiats for 10 hours a day. You're going to go, oh, you're man. going through hot, hot desert, listening nothing to this. You're going to go insane. Have fun. Oh, that sounds like a punishment or torture <laughs> to me. And uh, Windy Miller. And lastly, Trunter's Trunting Daughter. Thank you all. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, we've also got Arseface, Garlic Pud Pud Pudding Phillips, it says. Uh, Willem Bob. Willem Bobillum de Philem. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Dysfunctional Ballcock, Cameron Skelly, definitely not a virgin 69, <laughs> cool. Gernt, Emily Lemons, Lord Brotovich, Chav Chav Ramirez, Auntie Chungus and Uncle Fat, Donna C07, the very generous Megs on Toast, who says, Hey guys, could you please wish my partner Blake a happy birthday for the 13th of October on the podcast? He's a longtime Podiats fan and will be very excited for a shout out. Loving the podcast all the way from Australia. Thanks, Megan. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. To Blake. Happy birthday, Blake. Don't let him listen to this early. No, that would be terrible. Uh, Kez of Gallifrey. Uh, the generous a succulent Chinese mayo or Mao, I suppose Mao. it says <laughs> mayo. Oh, very yeah. good. <laughs> uh, been watching slash listening to you three boys since video started, and I've been hooked ever since. You guys have given me so many laughs, and my quality of life is infinitely better. Thank you so much for your loud, farty, small, big, medium lads or ladies or others. Thank you. Uh, and finally, uh, tea face and tea furious Tokyo meat. <laughs> Have I missed got something him. there? It's, I don't know. Too <laughs> fast. Too. F- nope, you've got it perfect. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, nailed that's it. it. Yeah. Talk your meat. The final platoon of this week's pod squad is Finn Tristram's TV burp and unbelievably <laughs> ridiculously generous Dave Bacon Phillips, well, thank who you, didn't Dave. actually include a message as far as I can tell. Although now I'm feeling like there may have been a message and I fucked up. Hopefully not, though. Uh, the CG, meaty piss flaps, may have donated twice. Oh, well. Wear masks properly, you twats. Yep. I didn't get any V-Bucks. Why? Oh. Here, three vidiots bucks. Bring back at Dave. I spoke to at Dave actually this morning. Really? Knee deep in Fortnite V Bucks. Yeah, he's days away from becoming Daddy Tuck. Oh no way! Days yeah. away. He's 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 still out there though. He's alive. Mm. Biff Jerky, Arnold Scharkenegger, Bojo's cheesy chode. Oh Ooh. god. Terence's chalky tangerine. Queef Wellington, the ass crack bandit, mercenary prostitute, Alan Claw. A very sorry boy who was generous and said, please don't actually drown a horse. Ben's cheese and digestives things makes me worry what lengths you boys will actually go to. Um, and also also another generous donation from a very sorry boy. I was raised believing the never-ending dead horse story. In a stupor, I forgot to validate that tale. Please take my apology and this money and drown a horse or just hit it with Peter's car. Thanks for fixing the lies with Peter's car. Thanks for fixing the lies of my parents. Keep up the good work. Those were read in the wrong order. They actually came in obviously that one came in first but uh, there we go we will consider getting peter a car and then hitting a horse with it i'm getting a car in a few weeks actually well problem solved we're already halfway there Mm. fantastic that is this week's pod squad we'll shout you out again at the end of the show thank you so much everybody remember uh streamlabs.com forward slash potty it's donations three pounds or more to get a shout out thank you so much everybody thank you thank you Oh, thank you very much. Would you boys like a question to kickstart things off? Yes, please. Uh, 
This one comes from Trowling Badger at Trowling Badger on Twitter. It's Sunday morning and you're a bit worse for wear. Maybe you were streaming Resi 6 for 10 hours last night or mm. at some sort of gaming slash PR event in Paris. Oh. The only eatery in the vicinity is the local Greasy Spoon. What's your fry-up combo or breakfast roll filling of choice? Ooh, that's a good oh, question. Oh, man, because I could... I don't know about you boys, but I am there now. I am. I'm in that <laughs> mode, ready for this. Oh, uh, I... I, I just want like some fucking beans. Give me, mm, give, fill me up with beans. Some fucking beans. Any? Some, are they spicy beans? Or are they baked beans? What's oh, just happening? Just reg, regual baked beans. That's not, mm. nothing better. It quells the stomach, fuels you for the day. Good bit of toast. Four, four. No, two slices of toast. Cut no, into you can have four. No, I'd th- I feel like I'd be sick. That's too much toast. That's okay. ridiculous. <laughs> Let's not get crazy about this fictional meal. But I have two slices of toast cut in half, so then I have kind of four bits of toast. Yeah, yeah, that's more that's responsible. It. That's responsible toasting. Mm-hmm, Some mm-hmm. lovely garlicky, oily fried mushrooms. Ooh. Potato croquettes. And a little bit of kale for, for nutrition, I think. Ooh. Mm, I think oh. that, that would... Mm, yeah. Ooh. How much How much kale? Oh, like a, a solid leaf, just the one kale, just to make me feel slightly better about myself. A kale, a kale. Yeah. and then just down that with a lovely milky coffee. Mm. This reminds good. me the the idea of a hungover fry up, which you know I I don't generally if I'm hungover I stay in bed and just feel unwell and feel sorry for myself. But yeah. this reminds me of like one time where do you remember Azim's flute recital? <laughs> Never went. Uh, sadly, was this, was this an event we were at, or, or is yeah, this a video? you could have been. You could have been. Um, Azim's flute recital was a meme that happened uh, oh. some years ago, maybe five or six years ago, where there was an event for Azim's flute recital on Facebook, and it was unfortunately or fortunately for Azim, it was an open event, and oh, it no. just started going kind of a bit viral, as they say, to the point that millions upon millions of people said that they were going to attend his flute recital to the point that it you know it was on all these like big websites they were doing stories about it so the the flute recital was then live streamed around the world <laughs> and people were having were getting together and having parties watching the flute recital so me and my friends at uni we all dressed up in our like best suits and dresses uh, I was in a dress, of course. Yeah, and um, we went round to someone's house, and we all watched the flute recital together. And then we spent the rest of the evening drinking, and we got very, very drunk. And in the morning, <laughs> we went out for a very hungover breakfast. But I'm surprised That's you insane. guys aren't aware no, of that never heard of meme. <laughs> just, never heard of a Zeus fruit fruit. That's the one. <laughs> I'm just a big fan of the mental image of you sat around all fancily drinking to oblivion, watching a man's flute recital. That's we were, amazing. we were. Um, was Azim we a drinking. man or a child? Um, I think a sort of a, a a young man or an old child. I think a sort of a <laughs> oh, late you teenager. Old child is old not child. the phrase. No, it's not, is it? <laughs> I'm just but, looking um, at um, an upload on YouTube. It's Azim's senior flute recital full stream. The description is smashed it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> is he even any good, or is he just a bit shit? That's he was—he was all right. He was fine. He was good. Yeah? It's probably a lot okay. of pressure on him because he must have known, you know, what was going on. I'm just yeah. looking at the Know Your Meme page. I don't think it was quite as widespread as I thought. It must have been. There must have just been local pockets around the UK of people knowing about this because it was only, um, I think, a hundred thousand attendees, uh, um. but. I don't know. I guess it's hard to know how many people watched it live. 
but in any case, uh, that was that. Anyway, my my breakfast <laughs> would be um, probably a double up on the usual amount of serving you get for bacon and sausage because there's never enough of that. No. Um, I'd then have, uh, or, or with that, I'd have toast. And I don't really have a preference for eggs. Like I would have an egg. I'd have one egg with it, but I don't know whether I'd either have it fried or scrambled, I guess. Um but uh, yeah, and actually, the sound of—I like the sound of the kale. To be honest, I really like crispy kale. Oh yeah, yeah. You do it, so Ooh, it's got yeah. a bit of crunch to it. Um, I've yeah. never had kale with a full English before, but it, you know, I would—I would have that because <laughs> I don't like the—I don't have tomato or mushroom with mine. I have no vegetables with it at all, so I should have some kale. I think. Oh, uh, you don't need that's—that's that's not a point of a greasy spoon breakfast, is it? You don't need vegetables. Not. It's. I think it's just, well, mush, mushrooms are barely a vegetable anyway. They're, mm, they're mould, so they can go to hell. Uh, and all washed down with a cup of tea and some orange juice. Ooh. Mm. Look at you, two drinks at breakfast. Nice. Hey, Ben, what's your favourite? What, you, what would be your ideal walk on a beach mm. meal? Walk on a beach? I hung over walk on a beach. You can, <laughs> okay. I the fact I'm at the beach is irrelevant. It's just, <laughs> it's just I'm hungover. Yeah, that's the main thing. Okay, um, I would have all of the hash browns ever made. Oh, I forgot mm. about hash browns. I said all of the croquettes. hash browns. What a monster. I'd have a big pile of delicious fluffy scrambled egg. Mm-hmm. Um, some, some All of the sausages that I could find. Uh, mushrooms, maybe a little bit of beans, some... Uh, toast with butter, real butter on it, none of that margarine crap. Get it out of here. Now's yeah. not the time. Um, bacon, if it's cooked properly, because oh, yeah, where I the agree. spoon's it's bacon right is fucking awful. Mm. Wait, what is Just, the right way to do bacon? Do you like it crispy or? Well, I don't. I don't necessarily want it that crispy. I just want it to like have yeah, some sort of texture to it. The the I'm specifically filing a, a grievance with the bacon at Weatherspoons. Because it's just right. floppy and anemic, and uh, it's always got every piece of bacon has the the same identical sort of grill lines on it, like they just stamp it down onto it. It's awful. Oh. It's so horrible. Um, so literally any bacon other than that, uh, and that would be it. And then I just eat it all really fast and feel unwell. Maybe have some pineapple juice, Ooh. something like that. It's In making fact, me really hungry. Yeah, me too. Thinking about it, if I was feeling sick in the morning, I think instead of like English breakfast tea, I'd have peppermint tea. That's good for your tum-tum. Oh, good, good, good. I'm just being reminded of awful hotel, like, but breakfast buffets in the past with weird <laughs> eggs that don't resemble eggs at all. Like this big trough of scrambled eggs. Yeah. And, like, and that's that, made that, out of powder. Yeah. It's always a, a trough of something weird as well, unexpected. So you're going through, like, opening and like, there's like, oh, there's the eggs, there's the bacon, there's the sausage, there's the liver. What? <laughs> no thanks. No thank you. Uh, Not interested in black pudding, personally. No. Oh, I used to be a big fan of black pudding. I'd never order it, but if it came on my plate, I'd absolutely eat it. Like I think it's, it's nice enough. Um, but I, I wouldn't I've never had it. Demand it for my breakfast. Give give it a try. Give delicious pig's blood a try. <laughs> it's just one of those things that I just look at and think, I'm. You know what? I'm an adult and I don't want to try it. <laughs> I've decided <laughs> I'm okay without that. <laughs> All right, would you like to move on to a thing, boys? I'd like to move on to breakfast, to be honest, but let's yeah. get this yeah. podcast done. Right. Right. Yeah, just, just rush through this. Um, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll do a thing, if we're doing a thing. Yeah, go on, go on. Okay, this is an article from the Washington Post. It comes from the the 
hopeful year of February 2016. February's oh. not a year, but that's that's in it somewhere. Can I just say, I love how hoarse both of you sound, because I know you both had nights last night, and I didn't. Yeah. And <laughs> oh dear, I'm, I'm sounding a bit of stuffums. I'm just in an echo chamber, because I've had to move all the soft stuff out of this room, because we're painting it, so now it's oh. worse again. <laughs> but yeah, A real soundscape, mm. is what listeners have this week. Okay, here we go. Noel Rocundo, and uh, no, sorry, Noella, I believe, Rocundo, sat in a car outside her home in Melbourne, Australia, watching as the last few mourners filed out. They were having a funeral. Her funeral! Oh, God. Finally, she spotted the man she had been waiting for. She stepped out of the car, and her husband put his hands on his head in horror. (laughs) Is it my eyes? She recalled him saying. Is it a ghost? Surprise! I'm still alive! She replied. (laughs) Far from being elated, the man looked terrified. Five days earlier, he had ordered a team of hitmen to kill Rocundo, his partner of ten years. And they did. Well, they told him they did. They even got him to pay an extra few thousand dollars for carrying out the crime. Now, here was his wife, standing before him. In an interview with the BBC on Thursday, Rocundo recalled how he touched her shoulder to find it unnervingly solid. He jumped, (laughs) then he started screaming. I'm sorry for everything, he wailed, but it was far too late for apologies. Rocundo called the police. The husband, Belenga Kalala, ultimately pled guilty. Oh, is, that, is, is it pleaded? Is that the past tense of plead? Uh, um, I think you can say pled. Uh, pleaded. Yeah. Pleaded. Plowed. Plowed guilty, exploded guilty, and was sentenced to nine years in prison for incitement to murder, according to the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. The happy ending, or as happy as she can, uh, as can be expected, sorry, to a saga in which a man tries to have his wife killed, was made possible by three unusually principled hitmen, a helpful pastor, and one incredibly gutsy woman, Rocundo. Here is how she pulled it off. Oh, and now, nice. now I'm imagining this is like an Ocean's Eleven kind yeah. of situation. So the headline of this article from the Washington Post his wife crashes her own funeral horrifying her husband who had paid to have her killed God Good incredible. Yes, There we go uh, You want to know how it was done? <laughs> Absolutely yeah, Absolutely Rocundo's ordeal began almost exactly a year ago when she th- flew from her home in Melbourne with her husband Kalala to attend a funeral in her na- uh, native Burundi I believe that's how that's pronounced. Her stepmother had died, and the service left her saddened and stressed. She retreated to her hotel room in Bunjumbura, I think, the capital, early in the evening. Despondent after the events of the day, she lay down in bed. Then her husband called. He told me to go outside for fresh air, she told the BBC. But the minute Rocundo stepped out of her hotel, a man charged forward, pointing a gun right at her. Don't scream, she recalled him saying. If you start screaming, I will shoot you. They're going to catch me. But you, you will already be dead. It sounds like it was written by a teenager, the sort of dialogue (laughs) for this film, except it's real. Rocundo, terrified, did did as she was told. She was ushered into a car and blindfolded so she couldn't see where she was being taken. After 30 or 40 minutes, the car came to a stop and Rocundo was pushed into a building and tied to a chair. She could hear male voices, she told the ABC. One asked her, You woman, what did you do for this man to pay us to kill you? What are you talking about? Rocundo demanded. Belenga sent us to kill you. They were lying, she told them so, and they laughed. You're a fool, they told her. There was the sound of a dial tone and a male voice coming through a speakerphone. It was her husband's voice. Kill her, he said. In fact, Peter, can you can you say that line for me? Yeah. Kill her. 
he said, and Rakundo fainted. Rakundo oh. had met her husband 11 years earlier, right after she arrived in Australia from Burundi. And it goes on about sort of their, their past there. Um, he was a recent refugee from the Congo. They had the same social worker. They fell in love, moved in together in the Melbourne suburb of Kings Park and had three children. Uh, she learned more about her husband's past. He had fled a rebel army that had ransacked his village, killing his wife and young son. She also learned more about his character. I knew he was a violent man, Rakundo told the BBC, but I didn't believe he can kill me. But it appeared he could. Rakundo well, came in. He can't get in someone no, else's well, dirty work. Coward. Lazy. <laughs> Coward. Coward. Rakundo came in. Uh, came to. Came to. Sorry, in the strange building somewhere uh, near Bunjumbura. The kidnappers were still there. They weren't going to kill her. The men then explained they didn't believe in killing women and they knew her brother, but they would keep her husband's money and tell him that she was dead. After two days, they set her free on the side of a road, but not before giving her a cell phone, recordings of their phone conversations with Kalala and receipts for the seven thousands in Australian dollars they allegedly received in payment, according to Australia's The Age newspaper. We just want you to go back to tell other stupid woman, women like you what happened. <laughs> what? <laughs> Rotundo said she was told before the gang members drove away. Really um, lovable rogues, aren't they, these, yeah. these guys? <laughs> just as they start to redeem themselves. Shaken but alive and doggedly determined, Rakundo began plotting her next move. She sought help from the Kenyan and Belgian embassies to return to Australia. Then she called the pastor of her church in Melbourne. Uh, she told the BBC and then explained to him what had happened. Without alerting Kalala, the, the pastor helped get her back to her neighbourhood near Melbourne. Meanwhile, her husband had told everyone she had died in a tragic accident and the entire community mourned her at her funeral at the family home. On the 9th of February 22nd, 2015, just as the widower Kalala waved goodbye to neighbours who had come to comfort him, Rakundo approached him, the very man whose voice she had heard over the phone five days earlier, ordering that she be killed. I felt like somebody who had risen again, she told the BBC. Though Kalala initially denied all involvement, Rakundo got him to confess to the crime during a phone conversation that was secretly recorded by police. Sometimes, devil can come into someone to do something, but after they do it, they start thinking, why Why I did that thing? L- later, that's weirdly worded, he said, as he begged uh, her to forgive him. Kalala eventually pl- uh, plowed guilty to the scheme. He was sentenced to nine years in prison by a judge in Melbourne. Wow. So there we go. It goes on a bit further after that, but that's basically it. That's amazing. That would be the best thing ever to turn up to your own funeral, funeral tell your husband, fuck you. Surprise, bitch. It's <laughs> me. <laughs> it's me. Quite, quite a brave thing to do as well, though, because, like, did, did, they say, did it say that she only emerged after the other mourners had left, or was it as they were leaving? Because uh, if, if she came out when everyone else had gone and was like, ha, hope you enjoyed that funeral, but I'm actually alive, he could have very quickly thought, yeah. I need to get rid of this this witness to my own um, attempt at killing her uh, immediately. You know, he might have snapped and tried to kill her immediately. So scary. It says here, just as the widower waved goodbye to neighbours. Yeah, that's right. If there were no witnesses, it could have been dodgy. I'd like to think that the pastor knew she was there and maybe police as well. But even so, like, Mm. man, how dramatic. (laughs) That's that's it. That's a good business model, to be fair. Pretend like pretend to be an assassin, take the money, oh yeah, the dead, and then bam, get the person thrown in jail afterwards. And yeah. everyone's a winner there. Yeah. Let's it be is, honest, yeah. seven thousand Australian dollars isn't much to kill a person, is it? No, God, it's not, is that it? Is it? Yeah. It's like three and a half grand in it's very in little British pounds. Shit. 
Okay. Well, I get. God, I think I'm overvaluing myself. I think if people are doing it for that money, I need you to, need to push need your to... rates up, man. Yeah, shit. That story is is crazy. It's like um, it's like fact or fiction. You know, it's one of those stories. So did a woman really turn up at her own funeral after escaping assassins? <laughs> Not this time. We gotcha. Yeah. It's false. Just, the it's dialogue. False. The dialogue is beautiful in it. It is. Yeah. There's so much. It's a really good article and I feel bad because I had to click a button when I accessed the Washington Post saying, will you support journalism by donating? No. And <laughs> then they've obviously pulled this amazing article together from loads of different sources and accounts. Uh, you know, like a real journalist does. And uh, it, it paints quite the picture. But then I read it for free on a podcast. So, uh, But it is from four years ago. So, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's still pretty bad. I'm sorry. That's, that's that's okay. you're, you are forgiven. Mm. Oh, lovely. Thank well, you very go. much for sharing. Bella. Badass. 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 <laughs> I was just trying to badass. think of another word and all I could think it was badass. Which uh, I let me, badass. Give, you, let me give you the, the lady's name. Hang on. Um... Do, do, do. Noella. 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 Noella Edmonds. That's her. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ben. Would you like another question? Yes, please. Mm. Hey. We've got one from Ewan at Gargant Ewan on the Twitters. And he wants to know, who's in our dream lineup for Big Brother? Vidyat Universe members and niche dealers celebrities, very welcome. So, let's, so what is it? How many people are in that? Oh, Should loads. I- how many people in Big Brother? I mean, I we can it, probably just set an arbitrary number ourselves, can't we? I think we? it but varies every year. I've never but. really watched Big Brother. I've caught, like, an occasional bit of an episode, you know, a decade ago. But I don't Yeah. Know. Well, it's not on anymore, I don't think. I think Is it not? I it a oh, while okay. ago, yeah. Oh, dear. So let's, let's go for, like, well, ten people, roughly, we have in the house. I just, like... Big Brother is it is definite trash TV, but we we are the gods of this series, and we can we can put whoever we want in the same room. Yeah, okay. like the first the very first series of Big Brother sounded like an interesting kind of social experiment, and then it just turned into this let's make people hate each other on camera for you know twelve weeks or whatever. So oh, they're, they're having sex in the bed, and we're watching yeah. on night vision yeah, cameras. Let's that weird? watch yeah. them, and they know I we're think- watching, but they're doing it anyway because we've found trash people. We should, we should um, try and try and cause some problems. So, for example, I think we should put both Dave Benson Phillips and Psycho Seagull together. You literally in the house. took the words out of my mouth. I was just waiting to say that. That's, I think that would be a great combination. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. I want to see the seagull in the diary room. The diarrhea room. Oh, nice. Nice. Very good. And maybe also we could put. Steven Seagull in there just to kind of cause a bit of identity tension between the two seagulls. See, you know, there can only be one seagull kind of thing. Oh, true. And Steven Seagull, like, he's, he's going to raise hell. He's yeah. going to make this place a mess. Mm. <clears throat> can we get Dick and Dom in so it kind of becomes just like an extended version of Dick and Dom the bungalow? Only if it's only a single story Big Brother house, I think. Otherwise, they wouldn't really know what to do with themselves. That's, yeah, oh God, they'd be confused by uh, stairs. What What's if that? instead of Dick and Dom, what if we got regular Dick? And Diddy Dom. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, yeah. so he gets you can carry him around, stick him in the cupboard when he's annoyed with them. Yeah, yeah. that'd be good. <laughs> Meanwhile, like Dom and Diddy Dick are sitting at home in the outside world, watching the show together, being yeah. supportive of their their counterparts, Aww. their spouses, yeah. spouses. Yeah, of course. I mean, we need a, a big name to attract people in, so it's got to be. Mm. Hannah Montana herself. Yeah, yeah. Hannah Montana. Yeah, you're right. 
You know, that's like, um, that's, that's, that's the one that gets everyone watching. And she's just, uh, she's, I, w- I want this to be a very British big brother where we throw in Hannah Montana. A completely <laughs> out of their depth American celebrity who has yes. no idea who anyone is or what's going on, but they really needed the work. <laughs> if we're having Hannah Montana, can we also have Miley Cyrus in there as oh, well? Oh yeah, that's it. That's the, that's the pairing that needs to go in together. So that's yeah. six. We're up to six, right? Seven, oh, including oh, including we? Stephen C. Gull. We're on seven. Oh shit! Okay, okay. we're getting there. Um, yeah. Hmm. I mean, there's obviously there's some there's some really obvious answers we haven't put in there yet. Uh, but maybe we should maybe we should shake th- it up and not go yeah, with try- Billy or Dick <laughs> or yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think more left field now. I want to put in a celebrity animal. I think um, um, the man inside the Coco the gorilla. Yeah, costume. there we go. So is it the man who's inside? Are they dressed as Coco or not? Is uh, it just I think, the man? Well, the man's died, so maybe it's just a crumpled Coco the gorilla outfit. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> just sits yeah, in the corner for 12 weeks. But it has the legal rights of a human, and so they all have to address it by name. And someone <laughs> yeah, has to sign to, at it, I think. Yes, yeah. <laughs> someone has to put it to bed and try and feed it. Oh, dear. <laughs> Dragging this floppy, fluffy essentially duvet behind them yeah. around. that's cute and so that's every week they, they remain voted in the nation's favourite mm, yeah mm, what about okay. um, maybe we should get an inspiring person in there though as well you know someone like a someone who you genuinely want to know more about so perhaps the mm. woman who had to make herself vomit 40 times because yeah. she was stuck under her flat bed arm. flat arm lady. <laughs> the flat oh, arm lady oh i forgot about that got thirsty so she made herself sick because that's how it works and uh, let's go last one I, I keep I, I, for some reason i keep thinking mr motivator <laughs> mr motivator would be a hell of a shout what on he earth would. Would, would he bring to the the, the chaotic energy of Mr. Motivator. An excellent wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> Very excellent. I, I used to have a signed photo of Mr. Motivator. Did you? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. as a kid. I think, I think I may have gone to one, like, summer activities thing where he was there briefly. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's I think amazing. So maybe, yeah. When yeah. I was, um, when I turned 10, I think, I had a cowboy-themed party at my oh. house. And all the all the kids from school came around. We had this great party. It was cool. And uh, one of their, I think one of their mums came around, and she had a, a camcorder, and she was filming uh, filming the day. And then she eventually like sent that video around to us to watch afterwards. Like, oh, here's a video of your own party. You might want to watch it. And we did. And then when it gets to the end, it just goes back to what it's been taping over, and it was just a Mr. Motivator <laughs> workout video. <laughs> And that's what I always think of that's when I great. think of that. <laughs> is that the full that, house then, Mr. Motivator? Does he? I think, yeah. yeah, he finishes it off. Yeah, the so D-list celebrity. Yeah, I'd love to know more about Mr. Motivator, the 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 up and comer <laughs> from the nineties. <laughs> I guess everyone who remembers him now is slowly dying off. So we need to. Mm. This is this is a, this will present him to a new generation. What's he up yeah. to these days? Mr. Motivator. There he is. Derek it Evans. Was, it wouldn't surprise me if he was doing workout videos for people in lockdown. Um, Derek yeah. Errol Evans, better known as Mr. Motivator, is a Jamaican-born British fitness instructor. He rose to fame in 1993 through appearances on the UK breakfast television show GMTV, where he performed live fitness sessions and offered tips and advice to you, uh, viewers. Um, Mr. Motivator would often perform these workout sessions live before Power Rangers would air, <laughs> says Dick. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Mr. Motivator mostly wore tight-fitting and very con- colourful spandex outfits for his fitness sessions, as we all know. Uh, what's he up to now? Wow. Return to I television. T- in 2020, hey. he joined BBC Television's Health Check UK Live to keep oh. Britain fit in lockdown. You are right. There you go. I honestly have wow. not seen that story. I just knew that that's what he would be doing right now. It, yeah. it's, it's like two sides, two sides of the coin here. On one, one side, you've got Mr. Motivator, who's come back to national TV, um, you know, prominence. Everyone loves him. And you've got Dave does things for stuff. Yeah, Dave oh. eating oh. a free hot dog he got for doing a children's show. Oh. It's it's like it's it's the two. I, they har- want to see them together. Like I really like more than oh, anything. Yeah. I want to see Mr. Motivator so and Dave Benson That's Phillips a power in the same right room. There, yeah, I really really need that. Uh, apparently, f- since May 2020, it says in May 2020, he is set to join Ideal World Live every day at 12 p.m. for a workout routine. Which means, unfortunately, unless he's still ongoing at the time of recording, we've missed we've missed no. Mr. Motivator's oh, no. workout routine for today. Oh, you can hire him for personal appearances. What's his email? I wonder how much he costs. <laughs> Mr. Motivator. Yeah, can we hire Mr. Mr. Motivator? He's got a website, surely, Mr. Motivator. Yeah, it's, it's a lovely website. I've got to oh, yeah, say. MrMotivator.com. Is it better than uh, Brian Butterfield's website? Oh, it, oh, it is. <laughs> Look at him. He still looks great. I know he's a Whoa. fitness instructor, but he looks to be in phenomenal shape still. How old is he now? He must be getting on he's a bit. He's born in the 50s, so... Yeah. God. He old. Yeah. Let's have a look. Um, he old. 67. Damn. Wow. He looks great. Need motivation? Mr. Motivator is here to help. Uh, yeah, All the I'd... motivation I need is knowing that if I do what he did, I will look like that when I'm 70. Oh, yeah, he's, that's, he's that's, on that's Twitter. the motivation you need. <laughs> he's on Twitter. Uh, don't let others blow out your candles so that they may shine brightly. Is his uh, oh, caption there? I feel motivated now. Uh, yeah, yeah thanks, don't you? Uh, his last tweet was on October the second, which is two days ago. Just posted a video, and there's a link to his Instagram. Um, but yeah, he's he's out there. He's alive and kicking. Hey, good for uh, him. I'm proud of him. Good for him. You go, Miss Mr. Motivator. Mo- mo- he's he's awesome. I really like Mr. Motivator. Knowing nothing about what he's been doing for the past twenty years, I think he's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of him. It's, it's, I like that. Like, for, like, there was a brief stint. I don't know if it's still popular, but like, you know, health personalities on TV. You had your, your Gillian McKeiths, who mm. is kind of gross. She, she did gross things, whatever whatever she looks like. She certainly behaved in a gross way. Oh, did yeah, she? Yeah, no. and she definitely, she would like, you know, would fondle people's poo and go, oh, you, you need more fiber in your oh, diet. Oh, and her, that, okay. Yeah. yeah. The best but, thing was she would she would go through someone's poo and then like the next day when she was telling him about him, she'd be like, right, number one, your poo stinks. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it probably would do. I think even if I eat like beans and and uh, salad for the rest of my life, it's probably going to be even worse, to be honest. I should uh, yeah. stick to the Big Macs. What's what's going to work? Having Scottish ladies scream about your stinky poo, or man in bright spandex dancing and being happy? Oh, give, give me yeah. spandex. I want spandex, man. We should clarify, of course, that there are different levels of healthy for different people who have different body types. Of course, mm. of course. Um, so yeah. But anyway, Mister Motivator, all the way. Look at him, sixty-seven. <laughs> Ridiculous. We're just going to spend this entire season of Big Brother just staring just at Mister crushing Mobile, on Mister Motivator. I think I I, I just want to. Rig the system, and I want, I want Mr. Motivator to win the whole thing, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> we don't, no one has to aspire to have the body of Mr. Motivator, but you should aspire to have poo that does not stink, apparently. <laughs> That's the target goal. 
Oh, it needs dear. to smell of roses and things. <laughs> How many, uh, maybe that's the next video's video. Making yeah. my poo smell differently. Oh. <laughs> oh. Look forward to that. I think we should do a fitness DVD, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's done one. I don't know why we can't do one. Can we have yeah. a cowboy party first yes. and then do that after? <laughs> yes, yes, we can. Great. Uh, lovely. Thank you very much, boys. Uh, Peter, would you like to do a thing or do you want me to do I'd mine? love to do a thing. The first thing we're going to do is move in my chair and it's going to go creak. Okay. Um, there we go. Just thought I'd oh. address that. There's a little creak. <clears throat> a little creak. <clears throat> there we go. Right. Um, so this is something that um, me and Amy discovered yesterday on the internet, uh, but it apparently is it's like a year old. I've only realized that just before the podcast started. So this isn't recent, but in any case, it's still interesting. You might have even seen this, uh, but well, let me scroll back to the top, read the headline. 30 country flags reimagined as anime characters for 2020 <laughs> Tokyo Olympics. Oh, oh my God. That sounds amazing. So this was published one year ago on demilked.com, but it was published various places as well. By now, you've probably already heard that Tokyo will be hosting the 2020 Summer Olympics. Such an optimistic opening sentence there, published a year ago, not knowing the hell that was to come, really, wasn't it? Um, (laughs) But uh, here we go. To celebrate this upcoming event, a handful of Japanese artists decided to team up and reimagine some of the participating countries as badass warriors. The artists took inspiration from each other's country's flags and history while giving them all a unique twist. Oh, no. What's ours? (laughs) Is it bad? (laughs) From Japan itself to South Africa, check out the countries reimagined as anime warriors in the gallery below. Um, so I have a few highlights that I'm going to send to you. Of course, if anyone wants to look at these themselves, who's listening right now, you can either just Google this story and you'll be able to find it, or um, we'll we do will... our very best to describe them. <laughs> yeah, and some of them may end up in the thread, possibly on the Twitter, but uh, well, almost yeah, definitely. I don't know. Um, so we'll start with um, Mexico, which is majestic as heck. Um, there we go. Oh, oh, that's cool. Wow. It looks like a Pokemon trainer. Yeah. He's got okay. like a, an eagle. <laughs> um, you can kind of imagine where some of these are going to go, just in terms of really, you know, really going for it. South Africa, very multicolored flag. Um, and, you know, a pretty, pretty exciting yeah. outfit there. Yeah, it's badass. Okay, yeah. So if you're not Googling this at home, these are like, if you think like it was badass anime characters ever, it's not like a kid who's got the how to draw manga book. This is legit. This is mm. actually really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are They are pretty awesome. Uh, Sweden is, uh, almost has a kind of, a kind of, uh, that is a sword they're holding, but it almost looks like a crucifix at the same time. Uh. They're like some sort of religious missionary, I think. <laughs> that's cool. The long hair oh, as amazing. well. Malaysia is incredible. I think this is Malaysia. Um, Ooh, look at that! Whoa, yeah, that's rad. Spiky boy got a big star thing on their head. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Loses uh, points for the shoes, though. I don't like those shoes. The ones the where toe shoes. Oh yeah, no, toe sh- the toe where your big toe is on its own. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's a reason for it, but I don't like it. Germany, very cool. Nice. They avoided cool. certain parts of the. German's history. Um, well, you so. know, the unified yeah. German history isn't that long, you know. No, not to be it's celebrated. Not, yeah. Uh, some of it. Um, and of course, well, in fact, let's first do the US of A. Oh, uh, this is going to be good. Which is, you know, kind of, it's it's fine. Looks yeah, good. there's nothing that special about that. No, yeah. it's not It's not super exciting. Weak, but, uh, uh, weak, <laughs> weak jawline, though. Pretty small face. 
Yeah. The, Ameri- yeah, the American one looks like two children stood on top of each other inside of yeah. a costume. I feel yeah. like that's <laughs> a slight against very America. Very effeminate but... features or very delicate features. Um, there's Oh, Canada's awesome. Canada. Pretty fantastic. I like the um, the the furry the furry fluffy the bottom dress. Yeah, the fluffy ruffs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boots with fur. Mm-hmm. And uh I will now reveal arguably I think one of the best, which is uh Great Britain. I think we look pretty fantastic. Look at this. Oh wow. Oh wow, we okay. That's yeah. very cool. <laughs> So that's one I'll I will stick that on on the Twitter thread. That's but, awesome. Um, I, I'm a big fan of that. It looks almost uh, Napoleonic. It does, yeah. doesn't it? it? I guess it does look a little bit colonial, doesn't it? It's it like yeah. it's, it's a little bit. Will you speak our language and can we have your tea? Mm. Yes, he's yes. going to sail around the world and stick that flag in someone's land yeah. somewhere. And yes. Say this is Britain now. This is us now. This belongs to the king. Yeah, imperialism, but made anime. Now it's mm. cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's done in nice art, so I feel comfortable with it. Yeah, come yeah, and work for yeah. us for free, but look good doing it. Yeah, you know? that's I mean, kind of what it is. I'd like to dress up like that. That'd be awesome. Mm. Oh, you got like what thirty gold medals on them or something? Yeah, like, little gold thing. That's, that's amazing. That's a different country. Yeah, each one yeah, a different is. country. <laughs> oh, it's like a, like skulls on someone's belt or yeah. something in a fantasy setting. What but. what that character there has done is subscribe to one of those magazines that starts off at one ninety nine, and then the mm. next issues it's like ten pounds, and each one you get a little collectible medallion. Yeah, uh, you, you get a small nation of you get a small uh, island nation. primitive savages. <laughs> oh my I believe goodness, is yes, how they're advertised. Oh wow, absolutely, just like the Jackie Chan magazine. Did you mm. guys used to get oh. the talismans in the Jackie Chan magazine? Uh, I'm, aw- yeah. I'm aware of it. I didn't get the magazine, but I, I saw I was the... A, I was a lucky thing. boy because my, I think um, the Jackie Chan magazine had ended, but I was still kind of interested in it. I had like a passing interest in it when it was out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, after it was out, my dad somehow wrangled. He contacted the publisher and got like a box of every single wow. issue of Jackie Chan, all the talismans, every oh. like box and everything. It was like, holy fucking shit. That's, that's the best incredible. thing ever. It's I a great magazine. Show. It was so good. The yeah. talismans. Jackie. 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 <laughs> Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I like that show. Anyway, that's uh, all his Jackie Chan talismans there on his yeah, necklace. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So it look a bit like me, actually. Blonde. It handsome. Does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Propensity for wielding sharp things. Yeah. Right. yeah. Cape yeah. billowing behind him, probably in a gust of wind. Mm-hmm. Uh, always wearing self-made. Union Jacks. Yeah, you got that yeah. Union flag <laughs> flying proudly from. Is it hanging from the, the, the spear or like what's the. That it doesn't like it's attached to the spear. That doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it's going to be particularly ergonomic. No, it's not going to be aerodynamic. <laughs> you can't throw that spear. It will go. Oh, but think how beautiful it, it will be while it does fly. Mm. Just rule Britannia yeah. plays softly on the wind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so as well as showing you that, sharing that with, with you boys and the wider world who haven't yet heard about it, I did wonder what the Vidiot's anime character would look like. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Um, obviously bright yellow, of course. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I just wanted to brainstorm it with you and then I'm, maybe... I'm going to attempt to draw it while we go. <laughs> well, what I was going to say was, yeah, either... Well, I was going to say for next time, but we could do it now. Um to, to draw it as we oh, okay as we go okay. um, um, and either bring it to the next episode or if we could do it now we could just do it now let's, yeah <laughs> I'll have um, a drawing competition okay but let's let's keep talking as well <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, we, yeah we need absolutely. to plan this out um, um, okay well the sausage needs to make an appearance somewhere I'm mandating that okay, okay. 
Um, right, let's get this thing started then. I need a, I need a new layer on here. There we go. Get rid of that. Oh, using shit. Photoshop, fancy. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know how I am, and I. No, I'm not. I've just opened Paint. <laughs> oh, um, oh, no. Why is it all in grayscale, guys? What's going on with my Photoshop? Uh, that's, oh. That can happen if you, like, oh, open sake. a certain image or something. God damn it. Um, how do I change right. that? Go into image, yeah, and at the top color. Yeah, hang on. There's no it's, color option. Adjustments. Okay, well maybe not image. I can't troubleshoot without having it open. Uh, <laughs> help me, Michael. What am I doing? Shit. Uh, it. Some, it no, okay, it, let me open Photoshop. There's definitely a way type, to do this. Okay, this. Welcome to Photoshop yeah, tutorials live on Podium. We're doing if it, you color settings. Oh, is it there? Uh, custom. Wait. Probably. I've got. Oh no! Yeah. Image mode. Oh, okay. Hang on. Image mode, and then change that to RGB. Oh, there it is! It was on great scale. We got there. We got there. We got there. We got there. Thank you, Mikey. I mean, I mean, maybe we just maybe we just cut to when we're done or something, <laughs> rather than on an audio-based medium, just sit here drawing together. <laughs> I was going to say let's do it for next time, but here we are. No, Look it's, at hap us go. it's happening. It's it's actually happening. Yeah. Okay, so the the outfit's going to be yellow, yeah? Yeah, big yellow outfit. Okay, uh, right. Um, is there any kind of style? Are we going to have any medallions or is it... I'm kind of picturing, actually, um, headwear, which is kind of like um, a walrus head. So that's worn like, a, like you know, like, like people wear animal skins on their heads. Oh, yeah. wow, just like yeah. Billy's head that kind of covers the face a bit like a bit of a hoodie. Like drips Hercules down. wearing the lion. Skin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good and point. Like, you know, this pink fur falls down like a cape. That's kind of like the dramatic, bah, the, the grand opener. Gotcha. <laughs> little bit of Billy. Just, yeah. In my yeah. life. Yeah. A little bit of Billy in my life. Beautiful. Oh, this is looking horrible. Um, yeah, that's, that's good. That's great. That's what we wanted. Just horrible. Yeah, that's what you want. You were expecting, Peter? Yeah, yeah. something really, really horrible is what I want. And uh, what color are tusks? They're white, aren't they? <laughs> white. Yeah, good white. Yeah, 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 yeah. If it's been, not been cleaning them, could be vidiot yellow. Oh, they could True. be. True. They could well be. What sort of weapon are we wielding? The squeaky hammer? Is that a good, oh, good weapon? Oh, yeah, that's the perfect weapon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to Draw Along with Podiots. I'm sort of trying to do, like, big anime eyes, but I don't really know how to. I've just sort oh. of made an alien instead that's good i mean yeah that, yeah anime alien they kind of spelled similarly so it's okay yeah i finished mine so have you <laughs> yeah mine's done i'm just gonna send it to you now are you ready oh yeah uh, yeah hang please on. do just, send it uh, save it quickly save it real quick here we sure go open up the chat so there we've got you know we've got the anime canada anime britain and now anime vidiots <laughs> God's sake! Yours is just a walrus wearing the costume. No, it's not. <laughs> is it not? No, that's the sausage. Oh, I see. Oh, there's, there's two sets of well, the tusks looked like eyes to me. Oh. I was really thrown off with by the, the walrus whole. hat. Oh, yeah. wow, it's transparent as well. This is amazing. <laughs> okay, that's great. There he is. It is. It's quite. It's really quite incredible. Incredible. <laughs> How are you guys getting on? I, I don't think I can compete with that. <laughs> I'll, no, I'll send I'll don't send mine so far. <laughs> oh dear! Boop, boop. The dead empty eyes. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a Dark Souls enemy. 
It is. There we go. I might finish that off, and um, I'll share it another time. I feel I, I will. I will get caught up myself and spend an hour just doodling away. Okay, okay I'm. I'm almost done. Um, I do like that you made the sausage the person though. That's that's very good. Very good. Okay, I've I've added it to the link dump so people can see Captain Videos. Oh, to, oh yeah. Okay, there we go. That's on there. That's on there. Nice. I'm excited to see Peter's. Yeah. Uh, just just colour in some tusks and then I'm done. Tusks. Um, tusks, son. Colour in some tusks, would you, son? Uh, there's there's no legs on this, but it's fine. It's I mean you can see it's unfinished, but uh, here it is. Mm-hmm. Here it comes. Uh, paste. Upload. Oh wow! Oh, wow. That's super anime. <laughs> that's amazing the hair you've nailed yeah, it yeah the hair is yeah, really a, good just a big scribble yeah you've got big shiny eyes yeah that's it that's perfect get, get so those think... suckers on the link dump not the Absolutely, link dump yeah yeah the thread pop, pop them on on the thread um, I'll, I'll pop mine on later <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to share mine and then finish the oh end. no you got to share it that's what we've been reacting to okay yeah. hold on let me let me just do a quick Actually, no, fuck it. Yeah, just share it as it is. That's I fine. I think it's That's pretty. My... I don't believe there's anything wrong with that. Everyone no, has smashed it. No, you can it. see what it's due to yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. okay. It's, that, okay. it's the empty eyes that I, that I love the most, though. What's that, sorry? The empty eyes. I love those the oh, most. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> the Michael Johnson stare. <laughs> so. I'll wait until yours is, is there, and then I'll put mine after. So they're in order. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. So they're in order of when we saw them each. <laughs> There we oh, go. Dear. So it's Ben, Mikey, me, if you're watching at home in the thread. There we are. Uh, but of course, I mean, not to reveal the secret question early, because then it's not a secret question, but clearly the secret question should be everyone should draw one of their own and submit oh, it yeah. to us. Amazing. Yeah. yeah let's yeah, do yeah. that. <laughs> well, there amazing. we go. Um, don't know how that will add it together in, a, in an audio form, but uh, that was us drawing anime characters on a podcast. <laughs> Thank you, you everyone. Oh. <laughs> Thank you very much, Peter. You're welcome. Would you boys like a question? Uh, yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah. This is from Niall Gray at Lord of the Gray on Twitter. He wants to know. The world has ended, and each of you find yourself completely alone on a deserted plant planet. What do you do to occupy yourselves? Mm. So, in this, in the, in the space of absolutely nothing, what do you do to to keep yourself sane? Uh, I, I personally just want to do some backflips. If I'm on a okay. deserted planet, I think now's now's the time to practice my flips. But what if you do injured yourself? Sorry. <laughs> what if you injured yourself alone uh, ben, on a planet? I'm, I'm not Ben. I'm not going to injure myself. Oh, okay. Right, yeah, that's a silly question. <laughs> Lots of backflips before. He's yeah, you can talk, talking to Mister Flipper here. <laughs> do this stuff every day. Big flip boy. I think that would be my goal. Would be to to cut, like backflip my way all around the planet. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and every time I fall, I have to run back to that starting spot, and I just keep doing it. I'm hoping the the desert planet has a little bit low gravity. Otherwise, this might be trickier. I'm going to assume it's just an Earth like planet. So maybe backflips are hard. I shouldn't have done backflips. Oh well, I've committed now. Well, it's we you, we can just decide that it's low gravity, um, but I don't know. Um, based on, I mean, we've got nothing, and we have to occupy ourselves on a on a dead planet. Do, do I have a fifty pence piece in my pocket? Is my question. Or, oh, good no. point. You and could, when I you say could... my pocket, I mean in my trousers. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe 
you learn to make a 50 pence piece from the materials on earth. You start mm. as, almost like a caveman. Then that's your mission is to build the 50 pence piece. The first 50 pence piece and receptacle. That's what, yeah, that's what I do to occupy myself. <laughs> I start digging in the ground trying to find like, I don't know what ore is, like aluminium ore or whatever it is used for a silver coin. <laughs> yeah. um, and then bake a little cup from clay. That's That's what I do. Oh, that's quite cute, actually. Mm. Oh, you could open your own pottery shopping centre. Yeah. Oh, I could. <laughs> My God, the long game. Um, Everything's 50p. <laughs> <laughs> I would, uh, I'd, if I was to keep myself sane, I'd probably have to settle into some kind of routine. Uh, if, if Assuming there are rules to this world in that I have to <laughs> eat and survive, and have to, you know, survive and sleep and drink and so on and so forth, I'd probably spend most of my time just surviving right and then if i get some sign you know if i reach the point where i'm able to farm then that presumably i will have some free time in which case i can f- focus on other things maybe my flips <laughs> yeah see, I, made, I made the rookie mistake of putting flips you first. Just you flips. Never do that. yeah you should eat yeah. and then flip uh but well, never mind I, I guess there's a tactical advantage there if i don't weigh as much then it's easy for me to do flips. So true. every week without eating, the Very flips true. get easier. And there's so no who's saying really what the winning here? gravity situation is either. It could be lower gravity and you could do so many flips. Oh, my God. Mm. Imagine the flips. Maybe you could flip back to Earth. Oh, yeah. Just take a big, <laughs> deep breath, do a massive flip, and float your way back. Flip back to oh, reality. Nice. Oh, there goes gravity. Mum mm, spaghetti. Mum spaghetti. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Lovely. Well, that's sorted. There we go. That's it. We're all locked on our own independent planets. I'm flipping. Peter's pottering, and Ben's surviving. Ben's doing the sensible thing. (laughs) I want to hear your thing, Peter. Uh, uh, Help! What's the other one called, Peter? What's the other one called? (laughs) Jugson. 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 Tell me your thing. I've got a thing. Uh, Oh, I've lost it. I've lost it. It's all gone wrong. (laughs) My brain just melted into a puddle. (laughs) What's the other one called? Right. Have you boys ever considered being competitive baby birthers? Oh I'm my sorry. god, no, I've not. What? <laughs> um, I haven't. <laughs> question. Okay. question. Question? What? Oh, another. No, no, I've got. Oh, no, I have a question. Question. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you going to tell us what a competitive baby birther is, or, or do we have to live in suspense? That's my whole thing. Okay, I just right, want to know, have you ever considered being a baby birther? No, I don't know what it is, but end. I think I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, luckily, you don't have to live it yourself, because people in the past have done it for you. Okay. In the late 1920s, a baby race a baby race was brewing in Toronto, and it came to be known as the Great Stork Derby. <laughs> Charles Vance Miller was born on June 28th, 1854, in Ilmer, Ontario. Okay. He became a... Pro- it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> he became a prominent lawyer and worked out of his downtown Toronto-based firm. He was a notorious jokester. And I love this next sentence because it's not really a joke. <laughs> he was a notorious jokester and delighted in playing with people's love of money. Miller would drop dollar bills on the sidewalk and hide in the bushes to watch people's faces as they quickly stuffed the money into their pockets when they thought no one was looking. What a joke. Oh, that's, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, uh, I, you got some free money there. I waited <laughs> a long time for the punchline to that joke. <laughs> and it never came. <laughs> Just, <laughs> now they're a little wealthier. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's good for him. I, he's having fun in his bush. That's fine. 
1926, after, after a successful career as a lawyer, racing stable owner, and president of a brewery, he died suddenly at his desk while in a meeting with a few associates. He was 73 and a bachelor with no immediate family to inherit his massive estate. I was into like the mental image of being in a meeting and someone just dies. Like, <laughs> it wasn't that boring, Jesus. Shit. Do you think they had to take it down in the minutes? Or <laughs> <laughs> Miller died. <laughs> the millionaire's last will and testament were dripping in irony. For one thing, he left his stock in a brewery and an entire racetrack to a group of prohibitionist, teetotal Protestant ministers. And he left $500 to a housekeeper who was already dead. Brilliant even, jokes. <laughs> it's just the funniest. I mean, humor was different in the 30s and 20s, right? <laughs> like, you, know, you, you watch old comedies, like, I don't get it. This, mm. this man, people were crying with laughter. They were. Ooh, hello, future editing Mikey here. Just a heads up that at this point in the podcast, I accidentally wake Claudia up from her sleep ahead of her night shift that night. So I, I get a little bit quieter from here on out, but you can still hear me. Sorry. He even bequeathed a holiday estate in Jamaica to three lawyers that hated each other on the condition that, we all, that they all lived together. But the most notable clause of the eccentric will would go on to transform the lives of all Toronto families, causing a decade-long media frenzy and purposely give endless trouble to the very legal system that Miller had been part of. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. The bulk of Miller's estate, the millionaire wrote, would be given to the mother who had since my death given birth in Toronto to the greatest number of children. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus oh Christ. <laughs> And so the great Toronto Stoke derby begins. So that is, is, was there is, a time it, limit on this? Uh, so within 10 years oh. of after his death. So Miller, Miller's will stipulated that specifically that 10 years after his death, his fortune, which turned out to equate to more than $10 million by today's standards, would be given to the Toronto mother who had given birth to the most children, according to the Canadian birth database. And if there was a tie, the money would be divided among the mothers. Now... <laughs> This is a hell of a competition to enter because if you don't win, you've got a lot of yeah. children. You're, oh you've god, got no money. Like yeah. even if, like over ten years, even if you get like three children in, might not have necessarily been children you want. And when you get the third one, like oh, I can't keep this up. Great, now I'm stuck with three children. Especially but, if you get, you know, it gets to like year nine and you've got maybe seven or eight children, and the person you're competing with most closely suddenly gives birth to triplets. Like you're out of the running, and then you've got nine kids to to deal with. <laughs> That's a very good point. Yeah. At first, the media called Miller's now public will a freak document. Nobody could believe it, but soon. Newspapers around the country began to follow the story. The Toronto Daily Star even assigned a special reporter to the great Stoke Derby. He was responsible for chasing pregnant women around the city for exclusivity agreements. Oh my <laughs> Christ. Soon, all of Canada and the neighbouring United States was watching. Countless mothers with growing broods began to claim their place as contenders. Oh when Miller died, he had no idea that his investments would pay off so well. He also had no idea that the Great Depression would hit in the 30s, making his estate a shining beacon of hope to overcrowded families fighting to survive. Oh, overcrowded God, families getting more and more overcrowded there. <laughs> Has this yeah. been turned into a film yet? Yeah, I think there's a TV thing about it, actually. Okay. It sounds so like it'd be problematic. A, a terrible <laughs> comedy with Adam Sandler in it. I think Miller, in his old age, would be played by... Bill Murray, who they wheel out to do like bit parts in loads of comedy films now. 
Uh, and yeah, awful. It'd be terrible. <laughs> Just, oh, great. We've got all these children, but hey, we might win some money. So e. <laughs> e. the media went nuts in the days leading up to the 10 year deadline. New contenders were introduced until the very end and the world watched in suspense. On October 31st, 1936 at 4.30 p.m., exactly 10 years after Miller's death, the contest was closed. Some women try to claim births that weren't officially registered, as well as babies fathered by men that weren't their husbands. Oh. That's a good stipulation. Wow, wow. so I hope you married. There you go. Oh, yeah. He's a idiot <laughs> before his time. In the end, Judge William Edward Middleton, a man sympathetic to large families, being himself the eldest of nine, made the final decision on a winner. He declared a tie between Annie Catherine Smith, Kathleen Ellen Nagel, Lucy Alice Timlick, and Isabel Mary McLean, each of who gave birth to nine children oh, during God. the qualifying God. decade. For their efforts, they got $125,000 each, which is about $2 million in today's standards. Oh, wow, okay. Jesus. So they did all right. <laughs> the, lucky, the lucky four did all right, but God knows how many people didn't make it. I think towards the end, there was like 10 families in the running for it. That's <laughs> it insane. That's just insane. Oh, my God. <laughs> And they they use that money to you know pay for the children all all the children's education and that was it and homes just pay for the children and, and that's it just pay for yeah. the children and that's it yeah there you go that's how they won it's all right going, if you win because you know two million dollars and and eight or nine children is yeah that's okay you can you could probably be quite comfortable for the rest of your life on that but if you come a close second that is just mm-hmm. catastrophic isn't it yeah yeah oh Good god, god. Oh, awful yeah imagine having eight children. Like, oh, in the Great oh. Depression. <laughs> then what a joke this guy was. <laughs> yeah, good joke. Such a funny, good funny jokes. guy. I was kind of curious after this to find out who had like the most babies in their entire lifetime in history. Mm. Do you want to guess how many babies it was? Yeah. 25. Oh, uh, I think more. I think, I bet it was like 30. 69. No. <gasps> oh, that's nice. The, that's the weed number. <laughs> <laughs> There's a peasant in Russia um, in the 1700s um, whose wife gave birth to 16 pairs of twins, oh. seven sets of triplets, and four sets of quadruplets. jeez. If he was in the competition, he'd be, he'd be flying. Isn't that like yeah. statistically impossible that has happened? <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. That's, that's the baby race. Would it reminds give, me of... Would you have children for money? No. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Um, the first thing that happened to me this morning is I opened my eyes, I grabbed my phone, um, and, uh, I opened up Reddit just to see, I was, see what's trending on Twitter and see what's on Reddit just to, you know, see what the day is going to bring me. And the first thing I saw on Reddit was like, not what I wanted to see first thing in the morning. Um, it's a screenshot from 4chan and hopefully this isn't even true, but Anonymous said, I once pretended to have a psychotic episode and smashed a MacBook with a bat to keep my brother and his fiance from stumbling across pictures I'd photoshopped of her giving birth to me. <laughs> Which is just the most horrendous thing I've ever heard in my life. And that's how my Saturday, be- my Sunday began. Good. Wow, what a mental image. Holy yeah. <laughs> Good grief. Um also, the the guy hiding in bushes watching people pick up money reminds me of... I don't know if I've ever told this story. When I, I went to San Francisco when I was 13. And um, 
San Francisco is a great place, but it's got a bit of a problem with um, like homelessness and drug abuse and mental illness, unfortunately. Um, and like I think to this day, they've still got issues with it. We were walking through Golden Gate Park and this guy walked out in front of us very briskly. Like he was walking, but super quickly. And he was in a lab coat, but had slippers on. So he looked like someone who'd like escaped from a, from somewhere, you know, by using a disguise. And as he walked past us, he went into his top pocket, pulled out a huge wadge of dollar bills and threw them in the air and then sort of dashed away. And wow. it was like, okay. So we sort of, we we picked up some of these these bills and I was like, stop that guy. He's just dropped some money. And my parents were like, I'm pretty sure he like threw it. I think he, he didn't drop it. And we were wondering, is is this like laced with something? Like, should we be even touching these? Um, and then we went and got like Japanese tea, which was nice. Oh wow, so, oh, that's cute. On his money, that's so bizarre. <laughs> mm, really that's weird. A, that's a wedding thing, isn't it? Um, where people throw money from their car. Oh really? Is it? Because oh, I, I, th- I think there's something to do because I remember being a kid walking around our village and, um, like this wedding carriage came past and it threw just like coins at us. <laughs> coins, <laughs> literally like ten pences and stuff. <laughs> not, not bills. Coins. Wait, reading, throwing money. Is it a thick? Yeah. Um, children would gather around the wedding cars the bride left for church, and her father would throw the money out as they drove off. Apparently, God. it's a thing. <laughs> as if a wedding's not expensive enough, you also have to throw money away. <laughs> literally, when you leave the church. God. Uh, I was, I was lucky there. I, I went and bought myself some sweets with. The floor pennies that I picked up. Mm, nice. nice. All right. Thank you very much, boys. Would you like? Thank you. That was great. Yeah. Thank you. Would you like one last question? Yeah. Mm. Let's do it. It's from Darius Owen Canning at Darius Canning on Twitter. Congratulations. You've just been made chief egg designer at Kinder. What surprise do you put in this chair's chocolate pods? Mm. Razor blades. Razor blades, yeah. <laughs> that is a surprise, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, surprise. Um, one of those special life jackets they have on planes where you pull it <gasps> and it expands, it. but actually maybe the slide that they have. So The entire, the entire slide. slide. Yeah. So you eat and there's the little pod, you open it up, and then you pull the little ripcord. You're like, what is, what's this? And then just your entire living room explodes because a huge inflatable slide has, uh, has, has expanded rapidly to help you escape from a plane. To help you escape from the slide that's coming at mm-hmm. you, about to suffocate you in your own house. Yeah, yeah. big time. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna include an invitation to join Michael Johnson's 2020 baby race. <laughs> oh God. What like Willy today. Wonka? <laughs> <laughs> What's the prize money? Um, um you get some, some pennies from a yeah. wedding. <laughs> I, th- I I speed past it in my car and throw coins at you, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you get. Wow. Or maybe or maybe wow. I just no maybe I'll fill the pod with coins. There oh okay, it'd be heavy. One. Feel there valuable. Yeah, yeah, it would, wouldn't it? How about <laughs> a little heavy kinder just egg? Just a stone or a little ball of concrete or something. Mm. Or maybe just a series of slightly smaller pods mm. inside the pods. Yeah. Until the very end. Oh, that'd be magical. There's, there's just there's a nothing. Thing. There's <laughs> a chickpea, just, a dry chickpea. Just crying children. Oh, a, dr- oh. a chickpea. You could, yeah. If you bought enough kinder eggs, you could make your own hummus. Oh. <laughs> Collect them all. <laughs> <laughs> all of the chickpeas. <laughs> 
My, uh, I must have told this story before. It's anecdote city from Peter Austin really today, is. isn't it? Jeez. Oh, my German, uh, some of my German family came over once and we were having lunch and someone whipped out the hummus because, you know, welcome <laughs> to England. And, um, she was saying, Oh, what's this? What's this that you've got? And we're like, Oh, it's hummus. And she may well have, they may well have hummus in Germany, but maybe they call it something else. But I don't know. Anyway, so she's like, Oh, I don't know what, I'm not sure what this is. And we said, Oh, it's chickpea. And she went, oh, oh, no, no, I don't think I want any of that. Oh, no, no, thank you. And it, we later, re- we didn't realise at the time, but we later realised she thought it was hen's urine. It was made from, like, the piss of a chicken because it's chickpea. Um, but we, we put her straight, fortunately. Otherwise, oh. she'd never have hummus for, her, for the rest of her life. Oh, so, yeah. Imagine being her sat in that room watching everyone. Everyone took into the chick piss. This is madness. What were you guys doing? Yeah, she's like, oh, no, thanks. She was polite about it, but she's like, oh, no, no, I don't think I'll have any of that. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, lovely. Thank you very much, boys. I think that's all the questions for that's today. It. Wow. Yeah. That's we it. did it. We did it. Wonderful. Well, certainly did. thank you so much, everybody, for coming along to this episode of Podiots. Did you know that there's some merchandise you might consider possibly looking at, potentially, Michael? Oh, you might possibly consider buying it as well. Mm. Yeah, don't just look at it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can look at it after you buy it. That's the best thing at all. Mm. It's two in one. If you head over to store.yogscast.com, you can find some of the most Beautiful merchandise you've ever seen. We've got a Vidiot's mug, a Vidiot's t-shirt, several Vidiot's t-shirt, and even a hoodie. (laughs) If you want to stay nice and warm and drink liquids, and you want to save a bit of money, you can use code Vidiot's at checkout for 10% off everything on the Yogscast store. Everything, not just our stuff. So if you can buy your T-shirts, your mugs, and let's see, some new socks. Wow. <laughs> You'll have the pleasure of getting 10% off with code Vidiots. Thank you. Uh, Wonderful. Amazing. Hey, we're on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook.com forward slash Vidiots Official. We're also on Twitch.tv forward slash Vidiots Official. We stream every so often. Mikey just streamed and got doxxed by his dad. The VOD should be up <laughs> yeah. on the YouTube channel soon, if not already. Uh, streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations to donate and get a shout out and join pod squad three pounds or more we'll give you a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show and you will be enlisted to fight in a foreign war Uh, so please be excited for that (laughs) Mikey who's in pod squad this week we've got Mikey's dad DC Harry Bat from con comma Kevin ah (laughs) Freddie Weber (laughs) will you shut up man big titty Jesus 42 Arthur from Natural Nine is very generous. Thank you very much. Coarse, rough, gets everywhere. Hashtag justice for bourbons. Bourbon, oh, bourbons? Mate. Fuck. <laughs> so I'm nice. sorry. I'm just, this is just, just rubbing it in now. It's salt in the wound. A little bit of Monica, who's very generous. Like a spooky skelly. Dildo on a nitro concept chair. Steven Scodes. Tommy the Wank Engine. Windy Miller. Ooh, the generous Tommy the Wank Engine, mm. sorry. Windy Miller. And Trunter's Trunting Daughter. Also, Arseface, Garlic Pud Pud Pudding Phillips, Willem Bobillum de Philem, Dysfunctional Ballcock, Cameron Skelly, Definitely Not a Virgin 69, Gurnt, Emily Lemons, Lord Rotovich, Chav Chav Ramirez, Auntie Chungus and Uncle Fat, 
Donna C07. Megs on toast. He was very generous. Thank you, Megs. Kez on Ga- uh, Kez of Gallifrey. A succulent Chinese Mao, who was also very generous. Thank you, Mao. And <laughs> T-Face NT Furious Tokyo Meat. Fin, fin Tristram's TV burp. Dave Bacon Phillips, who was outrageously generous and didn't leave a message, but thank you very much. Mm. Uh, the CG. Meaty Piss Flaps. May have donated twice. Oh, well. Wear masks properly, you twats. I didn't get any V-Bucks. Why? Here. Three vidiots bucks. Bring back at Dave. Knee deep in Fortnite V-Bucks. Biff Jerky. Arnold Scharkenegger, Bojo's Cheesy Chode, Terence's Chalky Tangerine, Queef Wellington, The Arse Crack Bandit, Mercenary Prostitute, Alan Claw, The Very Generous, A Very Sorry Boy, The Very Generous, A Very Sorry Boy. Thank you very much, everybody. That is your pod squad for this episode. Thank you so much. Reminder, streamlabs.com forward slash poddy. It's donations, three pounds or more to get a shout out. Thank you, everybody. Mikey, where can people find you? at Paraboy on the Twitters, where if you go over there, you will in fact see my dad doxing me. So enjoy that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, it's where I do all my things nowadays. It's where I'll announce streams, if not on the Vidiot's Twitch. So, if not on the Vidiot's Twitter, sorry. Thank you very much and go follow. Fantastic. Peter, where are we? We're at Team Triple Jump. Everywhere that's worth being. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch. We're doing videos uh, and streams and things all about video games. This is not, remember everyone, this is not a video game podcast. We always get asked video game questions here on Poddy. It's, it's the wrong place for not it. Here. Don't don't bring Go that away. stuff here. Go away. Go, tri- Go to Triple Jump. Yeah, Triple Jump's great. <laughs> Rules Boss is over there, as is Worst Games Ever. Go check it out if you haven't already, yeah. you lunatics. Absolutely. Bastards. Uh, leave us an iTunes review or a review slash relating on your platform of choice. Uh, do we have a final question? Yes, we do. What was it again, Peter? Uh, draw your own anime vidiots thing. Uh, if you go to the thread on Twitter, you can see the British one to get an idea of what you're supposed to be doing and our fantastic attempts as well. Yeah. Outstanding. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back in a couple of weeks' time where it will be officially our Halloween episode because the episode Ooh. after that will be in November. So this, it will be slightly before Halloween, but uh, yeah, Halloween time next episode probably. Okay, all right. Anybody got anything they want to say? Uh, no. Michael? No. Okay. All right. He's been told off you, now. He's can't. Ben, you, you go. <laughs> I want to be quiet. Ben, would you do you got anything to say? Um, yes, I'd like to say plops. Good good words. Good. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye everybody. Bye everyone. Bye 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 bye. Bye. bye.